Okay, so a far cry means a lot of things to different people, and that's one of the things I like about it. It means, you know, a far cry from the ordinary, something different. And we wanted to be a musical group that played great classical music, but is a little bit different from how it was usually done. And then having the word cry as part of our name was really, it's human. And we wanted to be a cry, be a way of expressing all of the things that are human in our time. And then we also wanted to say that we kind of hear these cries, like we exist because we think there's a need. One of the ways to meet the need is to play amazing, wonderful music, um, and to bring music to lots of people. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to All Strings Considered. I'm your host, Scott Wolf. All Strings Considered is brought to you in part by Guitar Salon International, the world's largest selection of fine classical and flamenco guitars and accessories. So far, All Strings has been focused primarily on the classical and flamenco guitar worlds. But it turns out there are other string instruments out there. So while we hear some guitar playing by the excellent Jason Vio, this episode focuses primarily on a conductorless string ensemble called A Far Cry. Too often today, classical music is seen in a negative light, as music for an older generation, as music for relaxation, or music for simply background, or worst of all, just boring. I have an incredibly short attention span, and a very low threshold for music that is played without passion and without excitement. With a far cry, this is definitely not the case. I realized at the end of the concert that my cheeks actually hurt from that stupid grin I had had on my face during the entire concert. A Far Cry is comprised of musicians who are young, vibrant, and well, mostly really, really, really ridiculously good looking. They perform standing up like a rock band, well, except for the cellos. And as you'll hear, they've devised a really interesting way of rehearsing in which every musician in the ensemble is equally responsible for making music that is beautiful, full of life, and engaging. And we just wanted a name that was uh, maybe could be more like a band name than an orchestra name. Well, A Far Cry started because we wanted to play chamber music together. A lot of people were playing in string quartets. We wanted something a little bit bigger, 
So we decided to go with Unconducted Chamber Orchestra. Yeah, we wanted to take the intimate nature of chamber music, the way we perform it and rehearse it, and combine it with sort of the sonic impact of a larger group and take that kind of music making to as many people as possible. You're hearing Megami from a far cry over Skype. All Strings Considered doesn't quite have the capital yet to do every interview in person, as a far cry is in Boston, and I'm here enjoying the Los Angeles winter sunshine. In case some of that was a little hard to understand, let me just give you a quick recap on the idea behind a far cry, then we'll hear him in action. Most large music ensembles need a single leader, like a conductor, for a variety of reasons. Not the least of those is to facilitate efficient use of time in rehearsal, and to shape what could potentially be hundreds of players interpreting the music in their own unique way, creating a sort of chaotic sound, and shaping it into a unified expression, which really becomes the sound of the best orchestras. Horn. You know he has a 16. A rock band or a string quartet doesn't need this because there are just fewer personalities involved. The idea of a far cry is to have a large, conductorless group with that same intimacy and that equality of creative input that a string quartet or a rock band can have and yet hold on to that unification of sound and interpretation. Well, a very informal approach. We've got no formula at all, you know, for yeah. writing songs. We just do it as it happens. Sometimes John can write a line of a song. He can come up and say... Things like that. He could just say that. He could just say empty. that. He could just say that to me, and I could say, "No, it? John." And uh, often I disagree with Paul and say, "Which has been done so many times, it killed it." But then sometimes, you know, we have a real round. I say, <laughs> "Listen here, John. I don't think that's right." It's true. The potential for chaos is huge. When we first started rehearsing for those first concerts that you heard, we definitely had some chaotic rehearsals. And since we value everyone being able to share their thoughts and have input, everyone was talking all the time. And some people would talk, you know, for a really long time and others wouldn't get the chance. So we kind of worked out a system. Everyone gets kind of lead and share their musical ideas with the group, but it's in rotation. So everyone doesn't get to do it all the time. So let's hear an example of that system. I'm going to play you the last track on A Far Cry's first CD titled Debut. It is the finale of Tchaikovsky's Serenade for Strings in C major, opus 48 titled Russian Theme. 
It begins with a slow and soft introduction, and then begins this vigorous allegro section. Enjoy! Thank you. 
we did have it was it was kind of specific um you know two comments per piece per rehearsal if you're not a principal a principal is the leader of a specific section of instruments but since then we've made it a little more flexible the principles of each piece kind of decide how they'd like to run particular rehearsal so either the floor is totally open for comments from everyone or there's a certain part of the rehearsal where anyone can lead a part of the piece where they have an idea and also kind of workshop their idea so in the concerts it means you know the energy and sort of the listening level is really sky high it means it's more stressful too So the criers were nice enough to give me permission to play you a couple selections off their as-yet-unreleased album, titled The Mozart Sessions, featuring pianist Marcus Shermer. This sounds really incredible. I'm really excited to be able to play these for you, but let's have Megami introduce them a little bit first. Let's see. Um, I think it might be fun. The Mozart CD we have coming out. Since that one's still like pre-release, it's a little bit exciting, and it's our most recent one and the sound it's really a very unusual sound for Mozart I think when you hear the sound I'll let you make your own decision then <laughs> but it feels a lot different and we tried a bunch of different things when we were recording it Marcus Shermer who's the piano soloist and someone we loved working with he's the poster boy for Fazioli pianos and they're like the Ferrari of grand pianos and they have a very bright smooth sound he loves playing them so that already was a big ingredient so going with his very personal conversational style of playing we also tried putting the orchestra in a part of Jordan Hall where we recorded it that is not the normal performance place on stage to get this really dark sound. Well, it was just all the way back in the shell, so kind of against the back wall of the shell instead of more out towards the audience. And Jesse Lewis, who engineered and co-produced it, and also is my husband, he also made our debut CD. Yeah, so he was experimenting with these things. Then he used some microphones that pick up a lot of air and brightness. So kind of combining a really dark and warm sound with air and brightness. Yeah, it resulted in this sound on the album. The Sonata is a piece I didn't know and apparently it was the very first piece Marcus ever played with orchestra and he played it when he was 11. It's a very short piece, it's really joyful and kind of immediately extroverted and so it's just, it's a lot of fun and it's kind of a nice hello, nice to meet you piece. So here is Mozart's Church Sonata in C major K336. 
arranged for piano and orchestra and played by A Far Cry and Marcus Shermer.
it's one of the most fun parts of being a member of a Far Cry, choosing the programming. And it's something that everybody participates in. Everyone in the group can propose a program to the whole group. And we talk about it. We workshop the ideas together. And in the end, we vote on which programs we want to play. We have this huge, we call it the vault, where we put all the programs that have been voted in. So we have this vault of complete program ideas. On a lot of our U.S. tours this fall, we played this Fiddler's program. And we were playing for a lot of people and places where presenters didn't want us to play anything unknown. They wanted us to only play classical favorite. So we had we had to work really hard, actually, and in some places to let us play this program. And But it worked. And we kind of, you know, we talked a little bit about the music and... Everyone loved the Walton, which we ended with. And that was really awesome to see people come in and not be sure what to think about something and then leave really excited about hearing some new music. A Far Cry programs incredibly varied musical styles, from Mozart to John Cage. So we're going to switch gears slightly and explore another recording A Far Cry did of music by Astor Piazzolla. This album features bandoneon player Julian Labro and guitarist Jason Vio. The, the Four Seasons, an arrangement made by the bandoneon player, Julian Labro. Julian Labro, it's L-A-B-R-O, which is awesome. It's for guitar and bandoneon. And the string parts he wrote are just great. They're so alive, and it was really fun to play. Awesome to work with Jason and Julian. They were really inspiring and Julian made these arrangements for our string orchestra that were so fun to play. And a lot of times that's not the case with arrangements and orchestrations of concertos. So that was a lot of fun. And then recording sessions. And it was hilarious because it was in the middle of a blizzard. We were in a huge church and they couldn't have the heat on because of the noise. Air conditioners and heaters make for very bad sounding recordings. So we were freezing and playing this like really steamy music and we were wearing hats and scarves and coats during breaks. We would be wearing gloves. And so we have some pictures of that and it's really funny because the music is not shivering music. It's hot music and uh, we were that's how we played it. But it was it turned out great. The soloists, you know, they had to have such fine skills at the highest level going with their cold hands and they, they did it no problem. You know, we work together and it's the most fun when it does feel like it is a back and forth. When we hear what they're doing and when we respond, we also hear 
how we're doing a certain phrase and it influences them. And it's very much the case with Jason and Julian. It can be a lot of fun when it feels like one big party. Yeah, I think just hearing the sound of the bandoneon and having the chance to imitate it up close is great because there are these, you know, bow strokes that we do. We've all kind of listened to bandoneon like and watched some piazzola videos and things, but when you get to interact and go back and forth, I feel like our ability to inhabit and change our sound like a bandoneon. That was a lot different when we could go back and forth in person. So here's a far cry with Jason Vio and Julian Labro performing the spring movement of Piazzolla's Estaciones Porteñas, his depiction of the four seasons in Buenos Aires.
it was great. Um, it's so nice to be home. We have no more tours until February, or actually, I guess mid January, and the fall was just nonstop. So I've never been on the road that high a percentage of the time. But it was really fun. Like we we got to play in amazing places, and it was kind of cool to see what it felt like to do a Far Cry full time. So I'm gonna close out this session of All Strings Considered with one more piece off Far Cry's upcoming CD, the Mozart Sessions. Thanks for listening to All Strings Considered. I'm your host, Scott Wolf. All Strings Considered is brought to you in part by Guitar Salon International, the world's largest selection of fine classical and flamenco guitars and accessories. If you like the show, don't forget to help us move up in the world by following us on Twitter at All Strings, rating the show on iTunes, or liking us on the Facebook. I'm going to leave you with a few more words from Megumi, and then a far cry playing the fourth movement of Mozart's 12th piano concerto in A major, K414, with Marcus Schirmer. Thanks. Last movement of the A major. Yeah. Well, it's very playful and has a lot of back and forth between the orchestra and the piano. And that is, I think, what drew us to Marcus in the first place because he is so fun-loving and his phrasing is just magical. It makes you laugh and it makes you want to play something back to him. That's kind of when we felt that it was a really natural fit for us to play together. I do feel really proud of of what we, the kind of concerts we play and also that we work so hard to make it happen.